much afraid to let go uh, You decide if you're ever gonna let me know Yeah, suicide if you ever try to let go uh, I'm sad and all, yeah I'm sad and all, yeah Who am I? Someone that's afraid to let go uh, You decide if you're ever gonna let me know Yeah, suicide if you ever try to let go uh, I'm sad and all, yeah I'm sad and all, yeah I gave her everything She took my heart and left me lonely I think broken hearts contentious I won't fix, I'd rather weep I'm lost and I'm found But it's torture being in love I love when you're around But I fucking hate when you leave I'm someone that's afraid to let go if you ever gonna let me know Yeah, suicide If you ever try to let go uh, I'm sad and all, yeah I'm sad and all, yeah You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast Starring Uche and QDZ Alright, alright, alright We back, we back We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys I'm your boy Uche, I got my boy QDZ For Sheezy Keep the stuff going the you know the fan mail and the uh you know the uh the etc etc is going uh, you know <laughs> notice how i'm looking at you like well wait uh i can't help you here sir. i need help i can't help you here sir i, I need you're, when you're, I, on, you're on an when island I'm lost i need help revis island <laughs> gilligan's island <laughs> yo but uh anyway man this is episode 30. 30. 30. Oh, we I made it to fucking 30. I can't even. I can you know, believe that? Typically, wow. I do my 21 Savage, you know, 21, 21. You can't 22, do it. 22. It's 30. It's 30. gone. You got to pick another You got to yeah, pick another one. 30. I got I got an old man. 30. You know? What old 30? You know? Oh, yeah. You know Joe. Joe. He, he 30. 30. 30. You know, he only 30. Yo, you remind me of this dude who. who uh, <laughs> you mean when I did that? Yes. Okay. You remind me of this guy who works at Safeway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this old black guy. He's always like, yo, hey, he doesn't know me from anywhere, by the way. I go up there, give him a check out. He's like, how you doing, brother? Everything good? Hey, how your family doing? Everybody good? Everybody good? Everybody, how your mama doing? I'm like, nigga, I don't know you. How are you <laughs> asking about my family, dog? Like, I mean, I appreciate it. He's a nice guy. But come on, bro. Hey. Hey, is your mama 30? <laughs> no, but seriously, though. Like, it's like, that shit is funny as hell, though. I'm not going to lie. No, no, no. Hey, mama, though. Everybody I mean, old people, old people are very proper. You know, that's the thing. It, by default, if they're anything, they're proper. For sure. For by sure. default. Man, listen, man. We got a lot of music. That's a lie. To talk about. we have, No. So, here's the thing. Here's the more correct statement. We have some very... Big time stuff. Big time name. Not not necessarily about quantity. Uh, quantity. 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 <laughs> Quantum <laughs> physics. No. You mean content? It's not necessarily about quantity. This 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 mm-hmm. uh, episode. It's more about quality. All right. Okay. I struggled to get those words out right now. But That's fair. You, you get the point. I get exactly what you're talking about. Um, but before we get into the music, man, we gotta acknowledge the fact that um, you know, XXX Tentacion. Was brutally gunned down. Oh, brutal! Brutally gunned down, tragically, man. Um, yesterday, man, I was, I was really shaken up, man. I'm not gonna lie. I heard the news and I said, I had to sit down. You ever heard news and you had to sit I had to down? Sit down. 
Like I was standing, yeah. I, feel, I I was standing up when I when I saw. It. I was like, wait, 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 where's the where's the chair? Where's the... Hold on, let me read this again. What? Yeah, it was one of those for me. Um, but I think I'm good now. It's been about a day. Yeah, almost, a little over 24 hours. Like you said earlier, you kind of moved past the morning stage. I moved past the morning stage. And it's stage. like, yo, okay, like, now let me actually analyze yeah. this. What happened? I think I, that's a very, I think it's very accurate same, where I'm at too. Same thing for me. I was, yeah, it's funny, I was, I was prepping to take a walk, you know, <laughs> and got my stuff and I'm ready to go. Yeah. And then I look on the phone and it's like, XXX Dentacion pronounced dead. And it was like, the way they said it, was clearly he got shot, but they didn't know if he died yet. But I was getting to the part where it said just dead, pronounced dead. And I was just like, wait, what? Have you ever like literally saw something and you're like, wait, your jaw drops? Yeah. I don't think my jaw has dropped in a while. I don't think the last time my jaw dropped was when uh, Jason Tatum dunked on LeBron James. (laughs) But my jaw dropped. I was just all types of emotions because there's so many different ways to look at it right yeah man there's there's his artistry yeah where you know it's almost like it kind of reminds you of yet another like tupac kind of thing yet another um that 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 rock star guy that that that, that famous rock star guy kurt cobain, kurt cobain he actually killed himself very un- but still it's like rebellious that shock like his artistry kind of right, right, leads right. it to that right and then second just how it happened yeah, man, I thought it how was how young he was. I'm trying you know, to it's I'm, it's trying to like put all that together and it, it just blew my mind. Yeah, it was, Bo- it, was it bothered me. It was very man, it, I it was bothered shaking, me. I was visibly yeah. shaking up. If you would have mm-hmm. saw me after I read that news, like you'd have been like, Dog, are you yeah. okay? I was like, Are you good? Yeah, yeah. Like what yeah. like what happened to you? Like is something I, is everything okay? I agree like, with that. It bothered me. Like and, I, and here's the thing. I think the reason why it bothered me so much. And I had to think of, I had to actually think about why it was bothering me. Mm-hmm. I think there's several reasons, right? And you you just touched on a couple, right? Yeah, yeah. For me, it, not not in any order, but like the reason why it bothered me so much was because it was like, man. First off, he was an enigma. Yeah. XXX Tentacion was one of those artists where it's like you look at him and you're like, okay, we understand. He's very talented. He's multi-layered. We talking about somebody who raps. We talking about raps with like the new school dudes. We talking about somebody who can do the boom bap rap. Yeah. He was rapping with Joey Badass. I'm talking about like old yeah. school R and B type. That. I'm yeah. sorry, not R and B, but old school rap. like hip hop type flow. Mm-hmm. He was doing rock music. He was doing R. He was R and B music. He was doing uh, uh, <laughs> grunge music. Yeah. He was doing he was doing metal. He, he was, was doing, doing every genre. In the book, which yeah. I haven't seen anybody do in my life, I ain't gonna lie. Somebody yeah. do it all in, in this short he of time. Did, uh, did even did Latin? Yeah, he even did that. I don't speak Spanish, dog. You know? you know, so 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 I was looking at it on that level, just from an artistic standpoint, like somebody who's just very talented. You look at it at that level, but then like it's just tragic, dog. Like somebody who's twenty years old, yeah. who hasn't even reached his potential at all, and just lost his life. He probably hasn't seen. 20. He's, probably, he's he hasn't even seen a, a fraction of where his life was going to be headed, like with, yeah. with where he was going in his career and just his life, dog. Like yeah. it's it's sad. It's a but, real sad I mean, story. Another thing, and, and, you too. know, it, sorry, and it, and it was it's crazy, but how fitting that the song "Sad." Yeah, his song "Sad" his that was on. The, do you know that joint shot up the charts? 
It's actually almost number one on the Billboard right now. Yeah, I mean, but in the was, last day, in the last decent. day since this whole thing, yeah, it was it was doing decent even before. Yeah, well, not on Spotify and shit because mm-hmm. you know they had a ban on him, but they recently removed it. But still, um, I mean, and that's still. that's another thing too that I wanted to add was that you know, I mean, dude was troubled. He was he was noticeably troubled, but he was doing better though. He was doing better. The last but couple he was months, this guy trouble. was like, he was actually getting his shit together. Yeah, he was. From what I was noticing, but he was noticing. And I mean, trouble. I mean, he has demons. I mean, it's it's the fact that's just the fact of the matter. He had demons, and so, um, you know, it's just kind of it. You know, it, it it's 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 funny. It's ironic. Sometimes the ones that hit you the hardest are the ones that made the most sense. Like for him. He was living a reckless lifestyle, you know. He was like one of those people that you know was always in the news about, like you know him doing bad and you know this this getting that, into fights, getting into fights, getting charged with like abusing with his girlfriend, person, his ex girlfriend, that person. That which should be the person that you think, right? But you know when it actually happens, it kind of hits you like, yo, man, like. <laughs> well, but. But so, and here's the other thing, like, and we'll make this quick because I want to talk about the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, he was troubled, but he was also, he also came across, at least in the music, I don't know him, but we, we don't know him. He came across as this dude who was aware of, of his troubles, his right? troubles mm-hmm. and he was trying to do better. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it wasn't like somebody who was troubled. You can't troubled. deny that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I get I get the impression from other dudes, I mean other rappers, other artists, you know, they might have issues and there's no indication that they're trying to change. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That's he a actually good point. he actually was putting the the issues out in front and was saying, "Yo, I understand I'm depressed, I understand I got bipolar, I understand yada yada yada, but the butt was important." Yeah. But I'm trying to work through that. Yeah. And it was clear in the music, man. So it was just a. I, I honestly hope that people it, who are like super fans of him, yeah, they keep his name alive. And all in keep all, keep his music alive, dog. Because, seriously, you know, you know how you know how it goes these days, man. It in, was a in three months. A, we gonna forget he died. Yeah, and we're gonna forget about this whole story. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was one of the more abrupt endings to a person's, uh, an artist's life that I've ever seen. It was an abrupt ending, an ending I, I don't think anybody saw coming. It was too abrupt for me. But yeah, but uh, yeah, man. Let's let's not let's not dwell too much, man. Let's get into the music, man. If we can even tr- make that transition. Watch the throne. So first on the list, we have Nasir Jones, aka Nas, dropping an cool. album called yeah. Nasir. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm gonna try to not be too disrespectful because oh, Nas ha- Nas is like. You know, on the Mount Rushmore, you know how they have a Mount Rushmore of uh, of everything. <laughs> on on the on the Mount Rushmore of hip hop, many people would argue, especially the older generation, that Nas is up there, right? So in a lot of people's eyes, it really doesn't matter what he does. Like at this point, like his legacy is solidified. You know what I mean? It's like it's similar to when people have the discussions about LeBron James and Michael Jordan, which I hate. I hate those discussions. A lot of people feel like LeBron James is already on the Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, yo, dog, it doesn't matter what he does like moving forward. He can lose the next 15 championships. Oh, well, I already, in 2018, I considered him 
an all-time great. But that's besides the point. This album, our first listen, I thought was decent. That was nothing but decent. You know, seven songs, fully produced by Kanye. The reason I thought it was decent initially was because the beats were a little too repetitive for me. Like, you know, don't get it twisted. The Cop Shot the Kids um, song was probably, that's probably the most annoying beat on the album. I love that song. I and I don't like that song. I love that song. <laughs> I, just, like, I still I heard, love that song. I heard the song a couple of times. I still don't really like that song. Um... But hey, I understand why people do like it. That's the perfect I don't really example like of everybody has their own opinion. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I love it, you hate it. Yeah, it's it's not my favorite. Um, but he has other songs that I that I really like. You know, everything. The song Bonjour, even the intro with freaking Puff Daddy, dog, called Not for Radio, which you said you didn't like. I didn't really care for it. That song is is powerful, dog. Because you got the thing about Nas is you got to listen to the what he's saying. Nas a lot of times he can come across as very preachy. He can come across as somebody who, 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 this old man just rambling, right? And it's hard to like really keep your attention on what the hell he's talking about That's if you're not really album. listening. Like, so you, so the thing about Nas is you have to be willing to actually be receptive to what you're listening to. A lot of these other rappers, that you know, they make shit simple. You don't, you can be half paying attention to what to. You can be True. you can be doing a a paper and you got this shit in the background and you understood everything that they're saying, which True. is a good thing, I guess. True. True. But Nas, I feel like you got to give him your undivided attention to really understand everything he's saying. And uh, there was a lot of good stuff he was saying on the album, more grown man type shit. But um, overall, I like the album though, man. I really do. Okay. It's a cool album. What right. you think? Uh, first and foremost. You know, this was album number, what, five or four out of Kanye's Wyoming projects. I would say it was probably the least experimental. Number five. I think it's four. Four, Four, right? There's Ye, there's Kid, See Ghost. Push a T. Push a T. And then then this one. one, Four. And then Designer. Designer was not (laughs) a part of Wyoming. (laughs) Designers was filmed somewhere in Compton. But, um, you know, Nazir... Is the last one. Um, for, I think the album's good. I think the album is good. I think it's an album that grows on you. Uh, it's probably the least experimental out of all the albums that came out okay. from Wyoming. Uh, I feel like Kanye hooked him up with beats that he's rapped over before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the the, the beat, the, the first song... Uh, the one that you said you like with Puff Daddy, uh-huh. I feel like he's rapped over a beat that sounded like that before. Uh, Adam and Eve sounds like a beat I've heard him rap over before. You know, it's sort of set him up with songs that I've seen Nas kind of rap over before. Okay. So a lot of them I feel like I heard before. Um, what I did really like about the the album was. It, it kind of played like a uh, demo tape, in a sense, where it's kind of you just get a glimpse of Nas's thoughts, right? But it's so quick. It hits you so quick. It hits you from all types of angles. Mm-hmm. And I like that about the album. However, if he ain't bringing something out in the next year, then I, I feel like this demo tape was a waste of time. But it's Nas. But it's... He's not gonna come out for another ten years. I know that's, that's not. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Aside from that, I mean, does he need to though? He's not. I'm just asking. I mean, he has so many. He has. It's been six years since his last project. He has so many cranked that's actually up very thoughts. True. And that's the and that's you know? a crazy thing, man. Because I actually liked his last album, the um, one where he was on. He was sitting down. Yeah. With, the, with the white suit. Yeah. Um. Ooh. There's no way I can remember you know, the name oh, of it. Crap. Oh, life is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually really like that album. So it's a you know Kanye you know. Kanye's production on the album was was pretty decent. It wasn't amazing, but it, it it did his job. So all in all, I think Nazir is a good album, good solid album. But I don't want you guys over here praising it like it's the best thing since damn sliced bread. Yeah, and yo, it's and all we, right, and we gotta stop that shit. Stop we, the praising, we, yo. We as we as and and we can be victim. Uh, we can be victim a lot of times of this yeah. shit. Um. You know, we can fall victim to it where, you know, you can get a little carried away, right? This you you see a name, away. you see a name like Nas and you're like, oh my God, it's fucking Nas. Oh my God. That shit is He's fire. speaking so much knowledge. Uh, now, he, he is a to good, a degree. He is, he but is. a good chunk of it was gapping. You know. A good chunk of it was rambling. And here's here's another thing that I, that I think has been a knock on Nas. I've been hearing more recently. I never actually was one to, to think like this, but I can see where people are coming from. Where they're saying, yo. Nas actually doesn't rap over interesting beats. Very similar that's, criticism that's that J. Cole gets. Where they say, yo, hey, J. Cole is boring. A lot of people say the same thing about Nas. I've been hearing this more recently, and it's be, they've been saying it's because of the production. So I disagree with that. I, no, I, I've been hearing that. Trust I say me. Nas doesn't adjust to the beats that he's rapping to. He raps the same exact way. On every single beat, it doesn't matter what the beat is. Like <laughs> Adam and true. Eve was dynamic. Why are you still rapping the same way? Like he switched adjust. it up. He switched it up on Cop Shot the Kids a little bit. He was just his flow up, but he didn't really switch like his you know his demeanor, demeanor or he didn't he didn't bring that yeah. dynamic to yeah, the listen, table. Nas is too cool, man. He's, he's too cool. Nas like, is too cool yeah, for his own he's song. A little more. Even he's he's rapping the same exact way as he was rapping on I Rule the World. No. <laughs> exactly. Yo, Nas is one of those like, one, Nas is one of those kids in school it, back in high school where he was too cool to take his own he test. Too, he, he, like the, the teacher was like, "Yo, dog, Nas like, just is the take, first person. Just write your name you on it, and you'll get an A." He's Nas like, oh, was nah, the first yeah. person that refused to use number two pencil. Yeah, number one pencil. I never even seen a damn <laughs> number one pencil in my life. He had the number one pencil. Would not switch up. But yeah. the, I mean, an album we're going to talk about later, the Carters. You'll see if you listen to that album, they switched their style up based off on the beats, every beat that was on. They switched their style up. Nas, my biggest knock on Nas, and will forever be my biggest knock on Nas. He doesn't switch his style up, and you he know needs to. And you know the big to keep my interest. Even not not only a uh, here's an even bigger knock on him, mm-hmm. right? And this is not again. This is not about his rapping ability because if we talking about rapping ability, it's clear Nas is on the Mount Rushmore because just from a rhyming metaphorical standpoint just coming up with concepts that motherfucker is like a goat he's a goat he really is when it comes to subject matter subject matter concepts like I'm talking about just the concepts that he comes up with when he raps like the metaphors the the way he puts the words together the finer details he struggles one of my biggest knocks on Nas is that he doesn't make classic records he has a couple but the majority of, in my opinion, the majority of why people applaud Nas over the years is because of his 
individual contributions to a song. Meaning, everything I just praised him about, like, his rapping ability, they're like, yo, this motherfucker is one of the best. But when it comes to his songs... I agree with that. They're not classic, dog. He doesn't bring... He doesn't he bring a song to life. Amazing to the table. Nah, man. He makes music. So this is exactly this album. I think is a big that that's the case on this album for sure. I mean, y'all check it out. It's clearly a good album. Um, let us know what you guys think though. Yep. Uh, J Rock dropped a pro actually a I would say highly anticipated project called Redemption. Um, I wouldn't say high. It, it was high. Anybody who actually follows J-Rock or even follows TDE, which is a lot of people, uh, you you would highly anticipate J-Rock's project. So maybe not the masses. Maybe not. So yeah, whatever. Anyway, Redemption, I thought the project was fire. I thought it was fire. Now, I'm going to say something very controversial, which is not really because I've been, again, like we were talking about earlier, I've been hearing a lot of people rush to judgment Oh my God, this is one of the best hip-hop albums of this year. I, yeah, I like J-Rock. I, I wouldn't even go that far. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I've been hearing people say this album is 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 the top album, top, top hip-hop album of the year. It's not to me. This is a really fucking good album, though. One of the one of the biggest uh things that I would say about this album that I really like is the fact that, you know. You can you can tell, man, if you just listen to the project, J Rock is a artist, right? Don't get caught up in the don't get caught up in the in the in the hood persona, the fact the the, the 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 lyrical content, the fact that he's this hood guy. He knows how to make music. He does. He knows how to make music. And 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 it shows because, you know, if you come from that TDE camp, which he does, those guys, everybody on there makes musical projects. And when I say musical, I'm not talking about like Sade. I'm talking about their shit does not sound cheap. Yeah. Like it sounds well produced. It sounds filled, filled with substance. Like J-Rock, honestly, he just found himself, man. He found himself on this project. You know? That's interesting. He found himself. He found his voice. He found his shit is voice. Fire. J-Rock. But it's not, the, it's not the best album, not the best hip hop album so far. One of the best. I can name it's I can one na- of the more entertaining ones. So so my question is when when people say one of mm-hmm. what is the what is the amount of projects that have to come before that to where that's one of does no no longer apply. But it's a nominee for you know maybe what I'm like top 10. I mean So if it's t- so cuz I'm just really trying to understand this. Top 10? I, I say top 10. Well, we're in June, so if it's, if that's the case then cool. I get it. I, it's definitely top 10. I mean it's great. It's a it's a really good project. It's, it's I'm hesitating by saying enjo- great. It's very enjoyable to listen to. Now, that's a fact. Is it? Does it have super memorable tracks? Probably not. There's no track that I can probably listen to and be like, "Wow!" In ten years, this is a classic song. Or, or do I see any of these songs being remixed in the next ten? No, it won't be. But maybe one. No, but <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing like where you'll be like, "Oh my gosh, this is a classic." Yeah, there's no. There's no. There's nothing. Okay. You know, and uh, but the thing about it is, it was a really great first album, where 
you know, I can tell J-Rock wanted to introduce himself to the world, and he did a hell of a job of doing that on this album. I mean, first off, he raps, he sings, puts together a great melody, puts together some pretty decent topics on his album, never bores you, great hooks, excellent features. You know, it was just a solid debut album that I think, you know, you can kind of just throw in your library, shuffle it, and have fun with it. It almost sounds like a J-Rock best of album to me. Because it, it just has like him in every single scenario. And a lot of hit records. Lots and lots of hit records. Like, I can tell by listening to it, it took him months and months to make this album. I can tell... He was taking it. I, another thing I can tell is he picked the best songs he made in between the time that he made this album. He made sure nothing but hits. I wanted nothing but hits on this album. I don't care. The song doesn't even make sense. Every single song has to be a hit. And that's kind of my takeaway from it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think overall, though, like even though like you're saying, you're saying none of the... So you're saying... Are you saying that he has hits or are you saying none of them are classic songs like some things you're going to refer back none to. of them are classic songs like th- none of them are like oh my gosh like this was the song that uh you know inspired me like like for instance uh like there's a lot of cats out here that have a classic songs to me like um like for instance for some reason as crazy as it sounds kodak black has a knack for making songs that have long-lasting effects like for instance uh, no flocking. He's a hit maker, it's just like it has like a long lasting effect. Like it has an effect on people. He's a hit maker. Rolling Peace has just this effect to it that you're like, dog. In years from now, people are gonna be like, dog. This was my anthem. I don't think right. J Rock has any of those per se. Well, maybe when, but still, I don't think so. I think when is gonna be that that for him. Mm-hmm. I think for him. I think it's gonna be that moment for him. Uh, it's hard to make that stuff. It is, but I mean, overall though, I think it was a, I think it was a really good project because it was, it was an album. It felt like an album, like it literally felt like a collection of songs that were meant to be by each other. Like there was not one song where I was like, "Yo, why is that there?" That's you know what I'm saying? Like even though it maybe that's not saying I loved it. I didn't love every song, but I, but not once was I like, "Man, yo." Why did he put that after that song? Like, why was that even on the project? I never said that. So it was put together very well, for sure. So I mean, just based on that alone, like that, that's already a a really good project. So okay. So I mean, hey, if that makes it one of the best albums of uh, 2018 so far, sure, I'm with it. Okay, I'm with it. Next album, The Carters, aka The Beehive, and uh, whoever Jay Z's crew is. Does Jay Z have a have a have like a, a army? The Jiglets. The, the, the Jiglets. Uh, the Carters dropped a, a project called Everything is Love. What do you think about this, man? Uh, you know, Everything is Love was... Musically, very good. Okay. It was very, very good musically. You know, Kanye West gets a lot of praise for, you know, putting a lot of... Pe- getting a lot of people together to make a song. A lot of people that are uncredited. I think that the Carters... They did that on this album quite a bit. They put, like, you know, for instance, Ape-ish is like Quavo, Offset. uh, Offset's in the background of it. 
Um, I think Neptune's is behind it. No, no Neptune's on Nice. Oh, or Neptune's on Nice. There's a lot of people behind the scenes. You can tell that this album was done by a lot of people. Um, that's what I why I think I like the musicality of it. Do I care about the, you know, sentimentalism or whatever the hell they call it? Sentimentalness, sentimentalism of it? What? I don't really care. I don't really care about people what's going on in people's bedrooms, honestly. But if you do care about it, that's another plus to the album. So it's almost like Jay-Z and Beyonce were knocking out different reasons for you to like this album. The sentimental side, the fact that Beyonce's on there, the fact that Jay-Z's on there, the fact that they got a couple hit records on there, the fact that the musicality is well, the fact that um you know, it's symbolizes growth, whatever. There's so many different things they were trying to knock out. So much so that I do not even think that they were, when they made the song, they actually cared about how, you know, everything turned out musically. I think they just said, hey, we're going to make this. We're going to rap this stuff. And whatever happens, happens. You know, that's kind of the feel I get. I don't really get an emphasis on... You know, I don't get an emphasis on trying to make the best thing. I get an emphasis on trying to make something that taps into several different interests of the listeners. If that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I mean, I guess. Like, they're trying to I get guess. listeners interested in several different aspects of what they just heard. But isn't that... Like not not of, too many people can do that. That's part of music, Not too many man. people can do that. I mean, probably not. But vulnerability, I mean, all that stuff. Not too many people can do that. So you're saying that's a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. I think that's what makes that's what makes it that sacred. That's what makes it so sacred to people is that it taps into so many different elements. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah man. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I mean, I think I think that um, I just think. Overall, this album is fire. This song is fire. I think it's good. It's fire. Like the only song that actually the first song I heard off of it was Ape Shit. Um, I saw the video and the song at the same time, and I was like, "What is this shit?" Like, who knows what the hell Beyonce's talking about? Her. I don't That's why I said clearly Migos. Me, listen. Soon, the first time I heard it, I said, "Yo, dog." Like, not only are the Migos like rapping. And ad libbing on this show. There's this new Critical trend of this is new trend of if you haven't noticed the people ad libbing yeah. on other people's songs. By the way, I should have mentioned that on J Rock. I love Kendrick's. Oh ad-libs. yeah, yeah, he oh did it a couple God. times. Yeah, a couple different. Love songs, Kendrick's ad libs. But um, but yeah, no nah, um, there's a there's a couple, definitely a couple instances of that. But just overall, I didn't like Ape Shit when I first heard it. It's pretty good. Uh. Just because I was like, yo, dog, like I'm not trying to hear Jay Z and Beyonce chase this sound. Like, yeah. that, that's one of the biggest problems I've had with Jay Z for a long time. And then Beyonce started doing that shit. Like, like, yo, listen, y'all, this is not y'all. Like, why y'all? Why are they trace chasing trends? Like, I, I, I just don't understand that. But you know, like if I want to hear that type of music, I'll go to the people who make that type of music. Like, y'all don't do that, so stop doing that. But anyway. Good thing though that Ape Shit is not a representation of the whole album, because uh-huh. that song is like a one-off. If you really listen to the whole thing, everything so else was random, very yeah. musical, very uh, very well orchestrated. Like you mentioned before, you got 
you know, very, uh, the, the vocals were very arranged, like, well, even Ty Dolla Sign was on that song, Boss. Uh, and, and, and really, like, I feel like just content-wise, you know, I like, I like, the, I like when grown people be grown. If you're if you're forty years old, however the fuck, however old Jay Z is, just just do what you're pushing fifty. Pushing fifty, just keep doing that. Don't try to be don't try to be on this ape shit stuff. Like I'm not trying to hear you rap over ape shit. I just I'm just not trying to hear no more. But it's trying to expand the sound. Nah, man, it's trying to expand their sound. Jay Z's legacy never is too intact. Unless you want to be Nas and just sound the same for nineteen years. They're trying to expand this out. Well, but, but, but there's better ways to do it than, than, than to, to get on the ape shit. experiment and, and fail than just be stagnant. Yeah, so you mean to tell me you want to hear Nas on ape shit? I'd rather experiment <laughs> Would you? Would you rather hear I Nas? I want to hear Nas on that. <laughs> but I mean, I would rather... I'll give more points for doing that than to do the damn... Uh, do, 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 yeah. Thief Steam twice. Come on, man. No, nah, but uh, I mean, but just honestly, though, overall, I feel like... The, the the Carter's album was just real talk. Whatever whatever it is they're going through in their own life, it just seemed like it was authentic. Like they even had this song called Friends, where they were addressing all the people who are their friends in real life. They were naming names. Yeah, he almost had almost like a, a subtle shot at Kanye. It seemed like, you know, uh, speculatory speculation. It ain't speculatory. This is this is this is Jay Z at his finest. With his sub. I think Jay-Z created the sub. He did. I really think he created that shit. He did. There are rumors that say he's talking about Drake on Boss. I yeah. Like, bro, I don't hear it. But yeah, whatever. But anyway, uh, yeah, pretty good project. Actually, sorry. Fire project. What am I talking about? I'm looking at another project. Pretty good is fire. I, nah, man. I thought it, I think she thought it was, was really good, good man. More really good, good to fire. Okay. Minus ape shit, even though I'm kind of coming around to ape shit. I thought it was good. I don't, I, I don't think it's as bad as I originally thought. But whatever. Y'all, y'all check it out. Y'all let us know. I thought the Carters is good. All right, next project, Kids See Ghosts. Which, by the way, please don't tell me this is the new trend of hip hop. The Carters, Kids See Ghosts, they making new monikers. Honcho Jack. Honcho Jack. Who else? What was it? There was another one. Oh, Where you, I'm just so T, confused. T Grizzly and Lil Durk. No, Blooders? They, no, they, they, <laughs> maybe they go by Blooders. There's another Blooders? one. I can't think of it right now, but. But, um, there's a bunch of them actually. There's a lot where they just. You mean big artists? You the one you think? Big of? artists, yeah. The one you, they, think, the one you they, can't remember? There's a big one. There's a big one, but I can't remember. But name one artist in there. I can't remember the right, artist. Right, there's a big one, and they 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 go by a different name, and then you try to like Google it, and you're like, oh wait, I should Google their new name. So, kids see ghosts. I, I'll talk about it. Great. So. This is for those of you who are not aware, which some of you are. Hopefully, most of you know what the hell we're talking about. But if you're not, if you don't, Kid Cudi and uh, Kanye West make up Kid C Ghost. Now, I'm gonna tell you like this: I've been waiting for these two dudes to actually like make music together for a very long time. Like, I, I love, I love Kid Cudi. Um, I didn't really like his last project. The um. Pain, Pleasure, and Dragon Slain, whatever the hell the shit was called. I liked it. It was a couple songs that I liked, but overall I didn't really vibe with it. I think I think Cuddy is a um is a, is a is a trailblazer. I think he's a he's a he's a he's a he's one he's actually one of the guys who have kind of set the mold for a lot of the generation now. Um, so is Kanye, obviously, for various reasons. But this project, I thought, man, the first time I heard it, I thought it was 
okay to the eyes. Mm-hmm. And then I kept listening to it. You know, even the, the, the intro, Feel the Love, you know, with Pusha T. And even the whole Kanye West, when he was like doing that. You know, first time I heard it, I couldn't take it. I was like, dog, I, I can't listen to this. What is this nonsense? Listen to it again. I thought it was fire. It is fire. It's fire. You know, uh, Fourth Dimension. You know, Kanye West has been snapping on these verses in this month, the month of June. Kanye West been going off, man. Um, bunch of other songs at a time. Reborn. You know, Kid Cudi went off on that. Uh, even Cudi's montage. You know, I thought I thought Kanye West again had a killer vo- killer verse. You know, and uh, Cudi is like the humming god. Yo, cut, Cudi. Yo, I never heard a, I never heard somebody to, to hum on a song and it sounded so epic. Like that joint sounds epic, you know. So, listen, the album is fire to me. I really think I think from a from a production standpoint, from a just a, an arrangement of sounds, arrangement of music, yeah. that joint is fire, dog. It really is. I thought. I mean, I thought artistically. You know, it's it's rare that you can call an album a work of art. This is one of the few cases you can call it a work of art. I thought artistically they stepped out of bounds a little bit. Um, you know, they they were just willing to be experimental. They were willing to plug in sounds that should not have worked together. And that's that's the biggest thing I appreciate about it. Kanye snaps on it. Uh I thought Kid Cudi was was kind of he he had a little bit of a impact on it, but I think it was really Kanye West that was going off on it. It was so Kanye got to say how he felt about a myriad of topics on Ye. The Kanye that you got on Kid C Ghost was a Kanye that was more loose, Kanye that was more free willed, Kanye that was just like yo, I'm just gonna spit. Who cares what anybody thinks? No topics, just me spitting, and um. I think that's when Kanye's at his best, if you ask me. For sure. I mean, I don't know about that, though, man. Cause I, I don't know about that, because I feel like, you know, initially I thought that Kanye carried the the, the project. Mm-hmm. But then when I kept going back and listening to it, you know, almost every song was, I felt, was driven by Cuddy's, um, his whole delivery, his whole, like, persona. Like, every song, like, Reborn, you know, it just... You know, Cuddy has like this chanting it's type sound. His his sound was all throughout the whole it's, the whole project. It's definitely Cuddy's sound. But from a but from a like, but if you're looking at who had the most impact on the various songs, Kanye. It's probably Kanye. And Kanye always it's probably Kanye. Kanye's always gonna have the impact, even on Watch the Throne. He had the impact. He yeah, he he kind of has that it. commanding demeanor. He has you know? a commanding demeanor for sure. All right, man. You got anything else to say about that? Nope. All right, man. Let's move on. Uh, Jacquees. You know, I Mr. would have sworn he Mr. added an E to his huh? his moniker. What do you mean? Am I going crazy? I would have sworn Jacquees added an E. At the end? To his artist name. It was not always Jacquees. What was, was it before? Jacquez. J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. Not Q-U-E-S. E-E-S. You know... I had it's funny you say that because I had one e there earlier. Yeah, and then I went and checked. And you checked, and I'm pretty sure it's two e's. And it's it's I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure it's two e's. He changed that recently. I don't know, man. But anyway, Jacquees dropped a project called Forty Two Seventy Five, and um, 
Yo, if you like R&B music, I'm talking about traditional R&B. I'm talking about the R&B that is romantic. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the R- I mean, you know, romantic to a hood, degree. Hood romantic. Hood romantic. No, no, no. He, he, you know, not all of his hood, but but just romantic with the with the with sprinkles of of raunchiness, you know, mm-hmm. here and there, right? You'll like you'll like this guy because he reminds you of the the '90s guys like the Avants, you know, the uh, the even the Usher. Like he he has a lot of he's a lot of similarities to those guys, you know. Just not only in the the, the way the music sounds, but also the way he's singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just sounds really good, man. You know, the good thing about him is, you know, there's a I feel like there's a craving for there's a craving for uh, R and B music. Especially amongst the older people, and it, uh, and this guy, he definitely can relate to the older crowd and also relate to the younger crowd. I think he's a good ass artist, man. I never, I did not know. I mean, before that whole bed song, and uh, and uh, and uh, I think that was it. Which he needs to put to bed. I mean, that song is literally fine. put to bed. I mean, look yeah. at this. What's up? He hasn't. He has a Jacquees mixtape from 2016. All right. Bed is on there. <laughs> You mean to tell me Bed is old and it was recorded in 2015? What's wrong with that? So, you mean Bed was created in 2015? What's wrong with that? He's, he already put on a mixtape. He's already put on a mixtape. He's already put on the album. He's already put on He's on the album. Bed is on the album. He's on this album. But the I'm new one. Before the new album, it wasn't on a previous album of his. Because he never dropped Probably. one. I mean, look at all these... Yo, why you hating on the man trying to trying to make money off of a song he believes is fire? Look at that. Bed was on Mood and 427. Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. What do you what, what are you hating about? Are you kidding me? What are you hating about? Are you he, he made bed three years ago. So what? Why are you still putting it? You're, you, you, oh, you like to recycle? <laughs> you be yo, honestly, on, I honestly think you'll be surprised at these artists. And with, you they, think you think all songs. these artists who make songs make and I ain't talking about Migos who can make a freaking song in ten minutes. Yeah. I'm talking about the songs that are quality, especially R and B. You think that they were all made right before they were released? A lot of them just been circulating. But for he's years. already had it on a, a mixtape from 2016. 2016. Drake, Drake, Drake re-released uh, 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 what's that song called on So Far Gone? Uh... I mean, no, 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 no. shit. How's that shit go, man? You know what I'm talking about. You're talking about the one with Lil Wayne and Trey Songs? Nah, man. Oh, even that one was re-released. Yeah, but that, but that's that, not who I'm talking about. And I thought that was dumb. I, I, you're talking about successful. Yeah. That's another thing. I wasn't even talking about that. But people do it. But I was talking about the other song, which I can't remember right now. But whatever. I'm going in. Nah, man. It was on So Far Gone, but um, it was actually on a mixtape before that that he put on So Far Gone. Yeah, but he, whatever. It's kind of crazy, but anyway, I like the album. What you think about? I it? think the album, like you said, is very R and B, very raunchy R and B. It's he reminds me of all your raunchy R and B dudes that came out in the past. Um, subject matter is kind of similar. You know, um, his melodies are kind of similar, but what I really liked about it, his voice is very nice. I think he he can sing his ass off. And what I really, really, really liked was that. He didn't try to think he was a rapper. I think there was a one point when he first came out, he was sounding like Young Thug on some songs. Not one minute does he step outside of that box of R&B. I love that. Yeah, that's a good point. Stick to your what you do good. He's straight R&B. He's a singer. He's a straight singer. He's a singer. Straight singer, which I, I rap lyrics that. from time to time. 
I appreciate I mean? that a lot, man. And so he stayed. He stayed in his lane this time. I think you guys will be pleasantly surprised at how good this album. It was a surprise. This was a good album. It was a surprisingly good album. This was very and good. Don, I didn't. Donnell Jones is on it. I, <laughs> I did not expect... He said, yo, this Donnell Jones. Yo, to be honest, I didn't expect really anything from him. And He's good. when I heard it... No, no, I mean, sorry. It's not that I did I've heard good songs from him. But I didn't expect to enjoy an entire album from him. It's too long. It was. It like was. 18 tracks? Yo, I, never, I didn't make it to the end in one yeah, listen. you can't. Like, I took a break. He had some and really I good songs. Days later, like, like, oh, come I can't on, do it. man. But, uh... But anyway. Next two... All right, man. Georgia Smith, lost mm, and Georgia, found. That's my. You know she's. She, I'm married to her. What are you talking? About? I am legally married to her. Bro, what are you talking? About? What are I've, you? I'm, I've I've been married to her. Same girl. Just in a different. Same just, girl. Just in, a, just in a different country. Same girl. Hey, yo, do marriage license travel overseas? Of course it doesn't. So. So if I get married, to, so if I got married to her in England, look. You can get married to her in this country? Negro, I'm married to her. I don't care which country it is. Well, I got married to her in France. It can be in Bangladesh. I got married to her in France. Well, I'm just okay, saying, if well, I got married in England... Did, well, well, we're going to have to go to penalty kicks. But I, anyway. I win that. <laughs> That's easy. Georgia Smith. Easy. My, my sweetheart. She dropped an album, right? And... You, you, know, didn't, you didn't hear the album. You just let's marked. reverse. You just you saw Let the album finish. cover. You saw the album cover, and you've been staring at the joint since. I'm married to her. I can't say somebody I'm married to. Georgia Smith. You know she's popular from you know Drake. She was on uh, that playlist, More Life playlist. She had her own song on there. Um, she was on Black Panther. Um, put two put two songs, really good songs together by herself. But this time around, she got a chance to do her own album by herself, and I thought it was amazing. You remember how I always say that, you know, it sounded like a Disney album? This one sounded like a Disney album. But at the same time, like, it also sounded like a live album. Georgia Smith, I'm enamored at how she is able to sound like this is... Her last time on Earth, every single time she hops on the song. She puts so much passion, so much energy, so much. She has outer, that's what I wanted to say. She has outer body experiences when she sings. And I think it resonates so well with you. Literally every single song sounds like it took hours, years, manpower. It took damn the right occasion. It took a sunny day. It took... All things falling in line perfectly for it to be made. It sounds like just astute effort from her. From the damn songwriting all the way down to the one who swept the the uh, who swept the studio she sung in. It's an all-out effort that F if you enjoy it, appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, somebody is infatuating when they start using the words enamored and uh, what was the other shit you used? Astute. Astute. I was flabbergasted what? by her flabby flabbermagulah. Yeah. Listen, yeah, what he said about the album, except for that's my girl, so watch your fucking mouth, right? <laughs> On to the next project, Superfly. You didn't listen to it. <laughs> 
Superfly? What Superfly? Excuse me, I'm not listening to Georgia Smith. Listen That's my girl. Oh, oh Georgia Smith. Smith. I did. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I listen to my white album? Okay. What are you talking All about? Right. I listen. Go. That's my girl. Here she we was, go. Listen, it's my girl. You can have an LMA. This no. is Georgia she's, Smith. She's too dusty for my liking. She's dusty. She's too dusty. Jesus Christ. Once you insult somebody when you try to take somebody. I said from my liking. Take somebody's girl. You insult somebody. That's not an insult. Oh, my God. She's too dusty? I said for my liking. Anyway. For my liking. Yeah, man. Listen. Use dusty in a sentence where it's not an insult. <laughs> listen. The corner the corner of your apartment is too dusty I'm for insulted. My I'm very insulted. No, but there's a shovel right next but to I'm me. But I'm dusted. And a, a, a dustpan. All right? Go get rid of the dust. Well, but whatever, man. It's an action item. You know, I like the... I, I do like her project, clearly. It was, it was great. Everything you said was accurate, except for the part about it being her being your wife. That's my point. That's my wife. Uh, next project, Superfly soundtrack. You can super. That can be your wife. Superfly. Superfly. Yo, hey, what is this movie about? Do you know? It's about a drug dealer that wants to make one last drug deal and then retire. He wants to retire. That's exactly what he wants to do. Does it? That's. I mean, people get shot. I guess I don't know. Yo, it sounds like power. It is power. <laughs> Yo, you saw the movie. No, I haven't seen the movie. Oh, okay. I read the Wikipedia. But yeah, yeah, I really want to know. Actually, I don't really want to. I don't care that much. But it would be nice to know what the intent of the movie is. But I did hear the I did hear the soundtrack, and it was pretty good. There were some songs in there that was pretty good. It's good. Yeah, it's like a bootleg Black Panther soundtrack. But um, hey, that's a good thing. Then instead of Kendrick, it's Future that's driving it, and instead of. The concept being about kings is about drugs. Instead of black excellence, we're talking about black black Ecstasy. on black crime. <laughs> it's, it's black on black crime. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, no. But seriously, are there any standouts on this album? There was. Uh, are you talking about? Except for young uh, young Tati, what was the guy's name? Oh, young Rallo? No, young. Bands, young bands. Yeah, that song is weird, but it's I like it. Uh, there was there was plenty of standouts on that song. Let me uh, Google right now. Hey, hey, Google, what's a standout? Um, a standout is when the song is about black excellence. <laughs> hey, shout out, thank Google. You, thank you, Google. I did, that, that's a, that's great to know. It was a good album. It was a good yeah. soundtrack, but I don't think there's anything to talk about. All right, well, then why was it here? Um, sponsors. Alright, man. And on that note, everybody go see uh, Superfly. The movie is out now in theaters. And while you're at it, see Uncle Drew, too. They're ill and they're not so advice. Alright, so on to the ill and the not so advice segment. We have a couple of uh, guys who have come out with uh, some trash music and some who've come out with some great music. Let's talk about the good music first. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Alright, so... First on the list, Two Chains. He had, he he dropped a song called "Bigger Than You," uh, featuring Drake and uh, Quavo. Yo, this is the first song where <laughs> I like the art. I like the artwork of the single more than I like the song. Interesting. You like the song? I, I think the song is. Who said I like the song? Yeah, it's, on the, it's, it's, right. it's on the ill list. You did this. I mean, that was by default. Oh, all right. 
right? I, I there was no middle. I had to pick between the two. Yo, I don't think it's bad. Yo, listen, whoever whoever drew the artwork needs a endorsement deal. I need to see the artwork now. This shit is fine. It's so simple, but it's tight. I like it. It's very simple. You're probably gonna look at it and be like, "Wait, why are you praising this?" But it's just tight to me. Um, but anyway, so you don't like the song? I didn't say. Oh, come on, this. Yeah, look at it. It's 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 again very simple. Uh, I like the concept, and you're gonna be like, "What, what are you talking about?" It's just a, it just says bigger than you. Yeah, it literally just says bigger than you. It's tight. I guess. Whatever, but see that's how that's how much that's how mediocre. So that means the song song is really bad. Then you heard me say, "Why is it on the ill?" So you reason I defend the song, song, man. You know, you know. Sorry, before sorry, before you go, Mm -hmm. can we just talk about how Drake has other than other than maybe look alive, his features have been mediocre this year so far. I just want to put that out as of late. I just want to put that out there, but go ahead. As of late, they haven't been the best. Um, but you know, but that's the that's the thing that I actually like about this song is that you would think a song with Two Chains, Quavo, and Drake, one of them is doing too much or they trying to make this sound that's like crazy. No, it's a very simple, gentle sound. Like for instance, a, another song that came out earlier was YG, Big Bang, Nicki Minaj, Two Chains, and Big Sean, right? I felt like they were trying way too hard to be like, yo, we got some big time people on here, blah, 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 blah. We talked about that last episode, I believe. We did. Bigger Than You is just a solid triple feature with, you know, three dudes that's just, you know, just doing their thing, just having fun making music. And I think that's the reason I like it. It has a very simple sound. Nothing too special. Nothing trying too hard. You know what I mean? Does it? So like I got you sure I got more to say, man. All right, man. Let's, uh, let's... And the album, album artwork is awful. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move I on. made it. <laughs> oh, okay. No wonder. YBN Corte, man, it's your guy, man. Go ahead and talk about him. YBN Corday. Oh, sorry. If bad. you haven't Corday. heard of him, YBN Corday is one of the best young rappers in the game right now. Now, matter of fact, I'm going to go to deeper. Who? I'm going to go deeper. According to... Are you his manager? I'm going to go deeper. He is one of the best rappers in the game right now. Forget Young. He is nice with it. He reminds me of a more tamed... uh, uh, More tamed uh, dude from Our Future. What's his name? Please tell me I'm here. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt. He has the subject matters that are great. Can... Put the pen to the pad better than anybody you can think of. And then he just has that swagger of a great rapper. He dropped a song called Fighting Temptations. It's yet another joint that has this rebellious, black rebellious feel to it. He kills every line. Every single bar is 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 astute. I'm using that word again. And, and... He's stupid. It's okay. <laughs> Yo, listen. You know how you said the other uh, episode or two ago, you're on drug? Yes. Not drugs. Yeah. yeah. Drug? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's let's take off the G. You're you're on drug. Like, we're just going to keep taking off letters the more on drugs you are. I'm right? on Drew? You're, oh, yeah, sorry. My bad. Drew? Drew? That's Dr- what you are, man. Yeah, right. 
Um, yeah, I ain't got nothing to say about this. I do like him though. You showed it to me. He's um, nice. He's, with he's a really good rapper. Give it one more year. Listen, why? Please talk about the next person. <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge this person. <laughs> I'm not acknowledging this Actually, person. I meant to put her on, on this on bad. Bad, baby. Nico, you meant to put meant the to put last on three songs on the I on meant the, to put it the, on bad. Not so advised. Bad, baby has a song with Ty Dolla Sign called Trust Me. It's so kitty. I, I actually don't like it. It's actually the worst Bad Baby song I've heard. I actually think Bad Baby is nice. Bad Baby is top five dead or alive right now, if you ask me. But No one asked you. That's a good thing. <laughs> Okay, all, I'm glad all, no jo- one asked you. all jokes aside, <laughs> Bad Baby is a pretty decent, deep, stomachable. How about that? Stomachable rapper. Stomachable. I can't. I, no, she's not. Stomachable. She's not. This song is not stomachable. Trust me with Ty Dolla Sign. It's, it's actually cringeworthy. <sighs> it sounds like a bad Disney movie that was somehow recorded on a cassette and then somehow the cassette then was played and recorded on a CD. Then that CD had a full-time job, got hit by some asbestos, and then it had issues medically, and is now trying to make it in life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I don't even know what to make of that. I was just trying to make it with its you know little bit of money that it has in the bank. But uh, yeah. Uh, so this song sucks. The song's not good. Alright. I meant to pay I meant to put it on not survived. So uh, I was trying to make sure y'all was still awake. I was trying to keep y'all on your toes. Make sure uh, everything's okay. Man, I refuse to acknowledge her as a as an artist. But you know how bad baby. Bad baby's nice with it. I'm not acknowledging her. She's she's not my she's not my cup of tea. Like I, I don't need to listen that she, that's not my music. You know how people say music's not for them? Yeah. That's not for me. I don't well, need to listen to her music. Say what? F U and your T. Hey, man. So be it. Where's it? Lipton? Douchebags. Below my, below my taste buds, sir. But uh, anyway, hey, next song. Nicki Minaj, Bed, featuring uh, Ariana Grande. Yes, it is. A.K.A. Uh, the new, newly newly uh, engaged Ariana Grande. Yo, this song is one of those typical songs that the radio is going to program in your head. Yes. Um, which they do a good job at, you know, which is why I don't like listening to the radio in general because it's too biased, you know? You're literally you're literally being programmed and you don't even really realize it. They'll play the same song over you and play over. play the shit on the hour. Let's run that new Nicki Minaj song called Bed. They'll Five o'clock it. hits. Let's, there's a new song by Nicki Minaj called Bed. Here it goes. Yeah. Six o'clock. There's a new, like literally the same shit so like, I don't know, man. The song is not bad. I'll say this. The song is not bad. And you're probably like, okay, then why why, why does it suck? Well, you know, there's, there's a certain thing called, it's just not that good. There's something in between being bad and being and being good or great. Whatever you want to call it. Mediocre? Should, should we use that term? Mediocre. The song is mediocre well, to me, but it's, but structurally, it's written well. It's, it's written well, the production is well, but in a lot of times, that's what it takes to get on the radio, and in a lot of times, that's what it takes to just make people like songs. Like I feel like, I feel like these people, they have a formula for people liking music, and uh, I'm just, I just choose not to be caught up in the formula, dog. This time. Well, here's the. That's thing. all. I think I agree. It's not a bad song. I, I agree 100 percent with you. Everything you said it. was absolutely right. Here's the thing. 
I shouldn't have to look at when when an artist makes a song. I shouldn't have to look at you and know how you made it, why you made it, you know, the factors that were around you and the reason that you made it. It what a lot of people don't realize is music is an art. I say it all the time. Music is an art. Not the music business. Artistry the music is music business key. is a business. Well, I'm, music is an art. <laughs> so. I don't see the art in making a song that clearly sounds like something everybody else expects you to make Mm -hmm. and like just sounds like something that just sounds so cliche. The less art that I can feel in a song, the less I like it. Point blank period. Yeah. That's what I get from this song. Yeah. So you're saying it's not artistic? It's not artistic. Zero artistic. Artistry. And and that's why I can hear it. artistic or creative? I... Artistic. Or wait, 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 are you trying to say it's, artistic? It's creative because it's a sound that's unique, but it's a sound that a lot of people have made unique. But hmm. so she's using a sound that's unique and creative. But in terms of her artistry, it's horrible on there. I just feel like she's not being artistic. For sure. Being lazy. Give me something else out of outside of the box. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Next song, Gold Link. Song called Got Friends. Actually, whose song? Is this Miguel's or Goldling's song? It's Goldling's. Okay, so Goldling has a song called Got Friends featuring Miguel. What? Yeah, that's a wait, that's a crazy feature. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, hey. Let let the go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, this is when I dropped the random the random Mario Kart sound uh, uh sound effect. I'm gonna add that shit in there, man. Who's your favorite player right on Mario Kart, by the way? Here. But anyway. Who's uh, your favorite player on Mario Kart, by the way? Who's my favorite player on Mario Kart? Toad was my dude. Mm. Had a temper, but he was my dude. Favorite player on Mario Kart. I had two, man. I like I like Donkey. I like Donkey Kong. What? Yeah. I like Donkey. It wasn't my favorite. I just like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like I like Luigi. Luigi. Luigi was always my guy, like just in general. I just like Luigi. I like yeah. I like Toad was cool too. I like Toad. Toad was cool too. Toad was dope. Yoshi was tight. Yoshi and was Yoshi was my, my guy. Last Smash default Bros. was Mario. I never played. I hated playing with Mario. I hated it. My last one was Mario. I always had a beef against Mario because I'm like yo dog. I refuse to be the guy on the your game. regular. Come, come. I refuse <laughs> to be the guy. I will be everybody before him. Period. You know. But uh, anyway, what you think of the song? Mm. I thought. First off, Miguel makes it. You know, his his hook, his harmonizing, his melody, everything, he makes it. But it, it kind of, you know, DC has a certain sound. Like, a lot of DC artists really know how to make some really good R&B slash hip-hop music. I think we're, that's what we got right now. It kind of reminds me of Crew. Kind of reminds me of Bed. It kind of reminds me of... Um, Lotus Flower Bomb has that same vibe. And uh, I think that is a Grammy potential vibe. Grammy, not every single time you make a song like this, you're bound to get Grammy nominated. And I'm not going to sit here and say Got Friends is a song that will get Grammy nominated, but it has that same vibe as all the other stuff that's been Grammy nominated that came out of DC. Hmm. All right, well. 
Yeah, the song's good. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it, man. I mean, I like both these guys. You know, Golding's coming into his own. Mm-hmm. I was never really a Golding fan of before the whole um, Crew song. I, I couldn't have told you one song from this guy before Crew. Um, yeah. And we're from D.C., so that's kind of a shame. But You know, my man Suave... It is what it is. My man Suave, point, he, he pointed out Golink to me a long time ago. Man, I always knew him. Suave said, Go, yo, dog, there's this dude named Golink. I was like, yeah, right. You know, whatever. You know, and then I listened to like maybe a snippet. I got to revive it. I was like, I revive when we get rapping, like, <laughs> <laughs> he raps like he's underwater drowning or something. But then I was like, yo, he's, he's actually kind of tight. You know, it's a unique sound. I've never heard anybody. He raps like he's like underwater. That's funny. <laughs> he has a tight, by the way, he has a tight ass song on the Uncle Drew soundtrack called oh, really? I Can Feel It. It's called I Can Feel It. His rapping is bad, but he sings on it. It's beautiful. Beautiful okay. song. Yeah, maybe, uh, well, you could have talked about it earlier, man. Just, it's not on the soundtrack. I mean, you just said it was on the soundtrack. We, we didn't talk about the soundtrack. Yeah, we did. It was out there. Uncle Drew? We didn't talk about well, Uncle Drew. Oh, we talked about almost we threw it about, up there. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. We, F- we, we almost threw it on there. But anyway. It's all good. Whatever, man. Hey, next song. Vic Mensa. Drop the song with G-Eazy. G-Eazy. Vic Mensa or Migos Mensa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you could say that. Called a uh, reverse. I like this song because... Uh, I think that Vic Mensa, even though he kind of sounds like Migos, he's using that new school flow. Um, he did manage to make the song his own, which is which is kind of cool, you know. He's a he's a guy who has bars, like he he can actually rap. You know, he's your rapper's rapper when he wants to be. So it was kind of cool, like hearing you know a rapper's rapper kind of flow or or, or or metaphorical style mixed with the new age type cadence and shit. That was cool. Um, G Easy verse, I could care less for to be honest. I didn't really like him on this song. Lately, he's been he's kind of lazy, man. Like, you know, it was sad to me on night was it nineteen forty two or fourteen ninety two? Nineteen forty two. I always forget. Fourteen ninety two. I don't fucking know. But yeah, on that song, I don't understand how that's G Easy song. I just really don't. Because he's the last person I think about on that song. Yo Gotti, Yo Gotti killed it. Even YB in the mirror. He's the he's one on the third the verse. The third right? verse, yeah. Even I remember his verse over, over G-Eazy. G-Eazy had a good verse. It he had a good verse on there, but it, was it wasn't nothing special. He's been forgettable lately. He has. You know, so, I agree and, with that. I agree. So, um, anyway, I like the song. What do you think? Uh, I like it. You know, like I said, he sounds like Migos on it, but, you know, it's in music, as long as they entertain you, and, and he entertains you quite a bit on this song, Vic Mensa. Yep. And um, you know, I've I've been saying it from day one since the moment I've heard him. He's like baby J Cole to me. When he starts to understand how to make music, he's gonna be one of the top artists in the game. He's getting it. This is an indication that he's getting it. He's understanding what he needs to do to be a top artist. I think he he kept trying to like, you know, straddle the line between the two, but now he knows F all that. I want money. Let me start making music that I should be making, and this is a great indication of that. Yeah, because you know, one one person I would, I would, con- I would compare him to, not in again, I'm comparing the artistry along with how um, famous they could be, or or how uncompromised their style is as they get bigger. I kind of look at him as 
a Kendrick. And, and what I mean by that is like, not that they make the same type of music at all, but Kendrick Lamar for the longest, it seemingly did not want to compromise his style yeah. to be a bigger artist, quote unquote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to be more commercial. Yep. And it's, it's even arguable, like even on Damn, people are like, oh, it's his most commercial album. Yeah, you're right. But he, but even still, he didn't he didn't really compromise he didn't, he, himself he like, as an the, artist. He found the he found happy that, medium. He found that balance. I felt like this song was a perfect balance for what Vic Mensa does like really well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it could translate. It could be commercial. I think it, you know he's going to open his eyes up that it's okay. I actually disagree in a sense where I don't think it's in a perfect balance. I actually think it's Vic Mensa, a commercial version of Vic Mensa. But I think once he gets the reception from the fans and listeners that we like you like this, he's going to start easing up when it comes to trying to make good records. That's hmm. what I think is going to happen. Interesting. All right. Well... These are some songs that at least initially we thought were ill, but then clearly there were some songs mixed up in here. Uh, it's your fault. Some bad administrative assistant work, yeah, uh, Joe. You got to do some better work on that. Um, we got to get the intern involved in that somehow. Come on, Willie. Do better, Willie. Hey, Willie now, now on to some songs that are not so advised. So Nicki Minaj dropped a song called Rich Sex featuring uh, Lil Wayne. And, um, you know, speaking of Nicki Minaj, like we talked about earlier... You know, she just, she just, she has this, um, I feel like she, she's using a formula. You know, I don't know what it is. It's, she has some sort of math equation. There's a, sorry, there's a rap equation she has. Get a certain I type so of beat. I so agree with that. Get a certain type of beat from a producer. Get a certain type of feature from an artist. And just come with the same type of flow. And yeah, most likely it will work. Because... That's just what people like these days. I so agree. You know, that. if you listen to this song, you know, you may say, why would this song be on the Not So Advised? And I'll tell you why. It's because it's basic. You know, it doesn't stretch the limits of, you, you can know, see the intentions behind it. Right. Like you you talked about it before. Yeah. You, you said like, it's predictable. It's, I think like that's the word it's you predictable. Use. It's this is a very predictable. predictable song. Like I... I'm not interested in, in listening to predictable music. I'm just not. If I want to hear predictable music, I'll go back and listen to songs that I fucked with years ago. I'm like, Yo, I know exactly how that song sounds because I like it. Let me go check it out. I'm not going to listen to a new song that is predictable. Like You have to do something different. I feel like that's this song didn't do anything. And it doesn't help that Lil Wayne really added zero to this song. That was... That was it doesn't I, that help was at all. Say, that was... Lil Wayne's worst verse I've heard in about 10 years. And he's had some bad verses. He's had some very He's had some bad, bad feature pop, verses pop, over the last couple years. That was his worst verse. I don't have nothing to say. I think you covered everything. All right, man. Next song. Kevin Gates. Therapy shit. What you think about that? Um, remember how... I believe we talked about Nazir, right? And we said how people sometimes get caught up in... Oh, Nazir... It's Nas. We have to like it. Nas. Blah. You know, I feel like Kevin Gates has become that status where it's Kevin Gates. We have to like it. Every single thing Kevin Gates makes is amazing. Oh, how can you not like it? He's being real. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I like Kevin is Gates like the next person. He's real. 
He's the realest person you'll ever meet in this industry. He actually even gives me a Tupac feel. I, I love the Tupac feel. I thought it was a really good song. Therapy-ish. But please don't. It was just a dude rapping, man. It was just a dude rapping, just speaking his mind, just telling you a part of his diary. Please don't like turn this into don't this is the best thing ever that I've ever heard. Oh my god. He's just rapping. Can we can we categorize some of these things? So when people are just rapping, like for instance, you know there was a song that got really popular. Remember the remember the joint? Uh I think it's called Nasty Freestyle. Remember? Where the dude's just freestyling. I don't remember that. Nasty By freestyle. Who? By who? I the dude's not even popular anymore. Oh, it was, they used to there play was... in the clubs. Oh wait, no, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. That. It's you know exactly what T Wayne. Nasty freestyle. T Wayne. Yeah. I know the name. T Wayne. You know. You know. You know this song. I, I need to they hear They used to it, play though. it in the clubs. I would need to hear all it. the time. My point being. Uh huh. Is we need to be able to categorize that somebody's just talking and what real music is. People are starting to get confused about it between the two. This is it? This is it. You know it. Once the beat drops. Oh, yeah, yeah, People were just going crazy about it, right? I remember there this There was song. a point where people were going crazy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh my gosh, he's so tight, blah, 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 blah. The man is just rapping. Don't try to compare this to any other musical thing that you heard that day. Beyonce and Jay-Z took time trying to figure out their melodies and cadences and, and, and harmonizing and blah, 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 blah. So you're saying this, this like, song is just not that tight? It's just him rapping. Yeah. I like it for the fact that he was personable and he was rapping, but don't make this. Don't even try to compare this to anything else that you heard. He's just a man talking. That's funny. Enjoy it for that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Gates, he doesn't hit on every song, but, you know, hey, man, you can't hit on every, you can't, you can't hit a home run on every song. You know what I mean? That's kind this of. Is, this is not an indication of him as an artist. I love Kevin Gates. That's kind of, you know in, a, I mean? in, a, in a sense, that's kind of with Nazir, not to, not to bring it back. But with Nazir, majority of the songs, man, is just rapping. Now, Kanye saves him, you know, in a sense, a lot of times where he makes dynamic, he throws in elements, but Nas just, he's just rapping. Don't, don't turn this into anything that is like, oh my God, you have to like it because I'm blah, blah, blah. No, that's just my opinion. Yeah. That was, so I used Kevin Gates as a rant. It wasn't a terrible... I understand. Terrible song, but the next one we were about to talk about was terrible. Yeah, man, shit. Yeah, Rich the Kid dropped a, uh, um, a song called uh, Bring It Back. And, uh, yeah, this song... Take It Back. Is it Take It Back or Bring It Back? No, I'm telling you, Take It Back. <laughs> yeah. Take this song back to wherever the hell it can... Yo, this song brought mumble rap back. About five years, all right, man. Yo, this song is garbage, yo. Straight you up. You know my biggest. This song is garbage. My and, biggest... and, and, and you know, I, sorry, I hate that. You know, Rich the Kid has become. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna sound bad. I hate that he's become a highlight artist, not because uh, I don't believe that he made a good album. His last album, we we Love both like album. it. The Love world is yours. We thought it. I thought Love it was really good. Loved his album. So it's not a, it's not a knock on his album, which I thought was really good. It's just the fact that I think he's getting too carried away. 
with with where he's going as an artist. Just like there's a certain like you just talked a little bit about it right before this. Yeah. You know, rambling is a thing. You know, we have to make the distinction between. I think this is what we have to do as listeners right, of music. We have to really start paying attention and and make making the same distinction between noise yep. and a song that has structure and a song that is that is actually good. A lot of times we get we get carried away with you know the fact that we just like the artist, we yes. just accept everything from them. Exactly. We literally just talked about it. I think this is a this is really no different in that in that realm, but stop being lazy listeners. Yeah, you know? man, like this song is just not good. It's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I what mean, is good about this song other than the beat? I think the sad thing about it is just that, you know, I put him at such a pedestal. And so for him to just start dropping nonsense, it's like, Rich the Kid is the prime example of, you know, what music was back in the day. Like, what? if, I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain. <laughs> All right, Rich the Kid, remember back in the day, if you heard an artist was making a mixtape, Expect non-quality music from that artist on that mixtape. Rich the Kid, nowadays it's not like that. If it's a mixtape, if it's an EP, if it's an album, it's going to be quality music regardless. They're all basically their best work. Rich the Kid lets it be known the only best work you're going to get from him is on his albums. Everything (laughs) else is not good. Seriously, think about it. Everything else is not good. He he well, just we lets don't know you know. This song could be on his he just lets down. you. I doubt it. He because hit the the different because I've I've heard Rich the Kid plenty of his other songs. The the difference between his loose self where he's making loose songs and his album work mm-hmm. it's, it's night and day, dog. Like his album work was so quality, so yeah, much was, effort. You know, it's Lil Yachty's bad both ways. Luyati's bad on albums, bad on mixtapes, bad on features, bad on everything. Rich the Kid is pretty good to decent on his album. And I know you were saying it was just one album. He had 21 songs on that album. So I believe he had 21. Rich the Kid? Yeah, or 17. 16, 17. He He had a lot. But it was enough of a sample work where I can be like, this guy's actually trying here. So once again, Listeners, like, don't fall for these artists that bring out stuff they're not trying. That's a fact. And and when we notice they're not trying, guess what's going to happen? They're going to end up on this not-so-advised list every go. single time. We go. don't care if they're the biggest artists in the world. Yo, like, anybody can get it. We don't care. If we they... ke- Listen, we keep the same energy, all right? Actually, I don't know about that. Hey, listen. If there was in my face. Listen, if, if uh... Ape Shit came out as a single... If they didn't drop Ape Shit the same day they dropped the Carters, I don't know if I can that tell song would have been on Not So Advised. I promise you. I don't know if and I would have took strange things would start happening to you in your life. <laughs> yeah. Try to tell Beyonce your song wasn't good. Yeah, you know, strange things. You might come home to you might come home to a, a house of nothing. Yeah, everything would be out your, of your, your house. Apartment would be foreclosed. But how, how does my how apartment do get foreclosed? <laughs> foreclosed house. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. Um, you got anything else? Nope. Cool. Ill-advised thoughts. So, it's time for my ill-advised thoughts, everybody. Okay. So, you know what I noticed that we do not appreciate enough anymore? 
feel good music. I feel like every single week there's at least three or four feel good tracks that get released that get ignored. The latest one was today. I heard a track by Bass. Is that how you say it? Boss. Boss and ASAP Ferg. Feel good summertime. Oh, Boss is talking oh, yeah. about going to Boca Raton. You know, chilling with this. It made me literally want to go on Expedia and find out what's the cheapest tickets to the next beach place I can go to. It was just so feel good. You know, go back to um, last week. You know, you get a summertime joint with uh, Jeremiah and Tory Lanez. Like, I don't know if we appreciate summertime music like we used to. Remember back in the day, you know, you had those... Summertime joints like literally summertime, Will Smith. Um, you know, you had summer, clear summertime joints like I'm Real, where you just kind of gave off that, you know, in the hood during the summer. You know, I don't, why? Have we entered into an era of rap where we want to hear depression 24 7? We don't even want to hear depression when it's. When it's sad, like, think about it. Some of the top songs right now on the Billboard charts are what? You said it yourself. Sad. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucid Dreams. Lucid Dreams is winning right now. This is summer, guys. We Okay, like wintertime, yeah, you know, let those songs be number one, number two. Watch, I'm Upset is going to be up in the top five next. This is summer. Have... Are we still able to decipher between seasons? Are we still able to appreciate a really good, feel-good song? You know, I what is? I guess you want to say, not nice is a feel-good summer song. I don't get that vibe, but you know, not nice is that a, a good, feel-good summertime song? Like, I miss those days where hip hop was really predicated by the season that it was in. And when it hit summer, you had summer joints that came out. Summer joints that, you know, reminded you. You know, back in the day, in the 90s and, you know, 2000, early 2000s, you can remember like, oh man, summertime, we was bumping this. We don't have that no more, man. You know, let's go back to, you know, listening to those enjoyable songs that, you know, Used to get us lit for the for the summer. Hmm. Hey man, that's that's interesting. Look, even Psycho's number two right now, right? Yeah, Post Malone. You know, Post Malone, Psycho, Lucid Dreams is up there. Well, Boot Up is a pretty decent summer song. Well, don't you think that? Don't you think that those the, the music? I, I I don't know, man. I, I have mixed feelings about that uh, as to why. I don't know why that is the case, but I just feel like it's. The music is a representation of, uh, you know, what's going on in the, in, in, the, in the world. You know, like the, these, it has to be. That's fair. It has to be like, you know, I mean, if you notice any themes in that, it's probably just because that's where the young people are these days. I mean, they, they generate, the, they generate the music, you know? They are. What can, what can we, what can we really have negatively to say about the kids just being themselves? Isn't that what we want at the end of the day? It Generally, is. Or, or do we want more? It is, but, you know, at the same time, like, you know, let's enjoy ourselves. Let's, let's enjoy life a little bit, you know? That's fair. That's fair. 
All right, well, um, so for my ill-advised thoughts, yo, hey, I need like a, I need like a, a chiming noise. Yo, you need some some echo or something, you know? Yeah, so for my ill-advised thoughts, you know, I wanted, I actually wanted to go one route, but I didn't want to take that route. I'm going to talk about X. But I was like, nah, nah, I don't want to end it on a somber note. Uh, we started off that way, so it's cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> I actually want to talk about the 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 lack of credibility in you know certain publications. Um, you know, in, in in their ranking systems, like for example, the Double XL freshman cover. Oh boy. You know what I mean? Um, you know, traditionally, and, and, and you know, I actually didn't know that they, they've only been around for about 11 years. That's not long. I didn't know that. I thought, it was, way, I thought it was way I actually, longer tradition. I actually remember the first one. I do too, but I, I but it just escaped me. I don't know why I forgot. Yeah. It started been going on for a long time, but I honestly have gotten to the point where I think that list is a joke. I think, I think back in the day, yeah. uh, I think they're all, I think they have beefs. Yeah, with people. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's become it's become a commercial list. And if you guys are not aware, there's a list that drops pretty much every year called uh, the Double XL Freshman Cover, and it highlights like I think 10, 10 rappers or ten artists in the hip hop realm who they predict are going to be, I guess, the next biggest stars, right? And you know, surprisingly, XXX Tentacion was on last year's cover. So you know, for whatever it's worth, they at least they th- somebody thought he was going to be great. Yeah. My point is, I feel like they're losing cred- credibility because, you know, there's certain artists who are who who were not on there that I'm just like, dog, like, okay, we get it. It's, it's obvious. It's like it's like okay, we get it. You're you want com- you have commercial ties. You probably have sponsors. They don't want you to be aligned with certain artists. Like for example, Six Nine, aka Takashi Six Nine. As as crazy as he's been, as as much trolling as he's done on this on this earth. Over the last couple of months, to or really just since he's been out, in my mind, there's no reason why he should not be on that cover. To be honest, I mean, I, I just I don't see it. Because to be honest, as much as I, I don't really like all of his music, but I do think he has a place. He has, and he. I think I think he's I think he's one of those artists that actually has a place in rap where he can actually be here for a, another couple of years. Of course. Yeah, like he's not one of those guys who's just gonna be here and then gone like in about a week unless he gets unless something bad happens to him, but. That's besides the point. Uh, also, Lil Baby. Lil Baby, you know, he's been having a great year. Very good year. Been having he a sold great a lot year. of records, too. Yeah, sold a lot of records. He had a great album. You know, uh, he, he he had a song with Drake. That's out right now. I think it's on the Billboard. It's called Yes Indeed. Yep. Fire, you know. Uh, it's To me, I just... I just Lil I, Skies. I, Lil Skies was supposed to be on it. Apparently, he turned it down. Okay. Um, my point is, I just feel like... You know, we should not be looking to publications to determine who are the next biggest stars. I think that you people out there should be using your own brain, using your own ears, interpreting the music, and projecting the people for yourselves. Like, what's wrong with us, you know, me and you just sitting down saying, yo, hey, we think such and such is going to be fire. What's wrong with that? Like, I think people lean too much on other people's opinions for things that I feel like they can do on their own. And 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 recognizing a, a a star, I don't think that's rocket science. Like, there's a reason why 
your casual fans will will look at a Cardi B and and say, oh well, we don't really know her music like that, but just look at her. Like, do you not see the way she talks? Like, she just has a star persona. You know what I mean? Where she's actually not on there either. No, she wasn't, and that's another person. Like, but, but you know, again, that that goes to my point. You know, it's like stop looking at lists. And stop looking at uh, uh, publications to to validate your own ideas and your own thoughts. I think that we we all need to do a better job at like at coming up with our own ideas, coming up with our own list. Well, it doesn't. Period. It doesn't hurt to have a list. I mean, everybody, no, it doesn't. I everybody just, always likes to see a list. It's it's cool. I just it's just it gets. A, I think it's a problem when you when we start looking to a list for complete validation. Having lists are fine, you know, like what you do on your website when you say, hey, your album is B or it's, it's an A or it's a C, it's it's, a, it's your opinion. Same thing with them. It's 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 their opinion. But at the you same know time, what I mean? Like, you shouldn't take it so personal, in my opinion. You know, a lot of people take it way, a lot of, and, and my point personal. is, my, my point is people take this shit way too fucking personal and they shouldn't because at the end of the day, it's just somebody's opinion. Because clearly, I mean, you know what I mean? They're missing Baka Not Nice also. Hey, come on. <laughs> Hey, he should have been on the list 15 years ago. Oh, my bad. They didn't have that. They didn't have it then. He was actually in jail. Must <laughs> <laughs> you insult the man? Yeah, I should, I should stop, man. He might he might come through. Well, yeah, man, I asked... Hey, that's all I got to say, man. I that was, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's all I got, man. I'm, looking at the, I'm just busy looking at the list right now. Some pretty interesting lists. Who's pill? Yeah, man. Um... Oh, you don't know Pill? Wasn't he with uh, Rick Ross? He was, my friend. He got Rick, dropped. Was, Pill was in the. Yeah, Pill was in. Uh, he was, was in Self Made. He used to be on. He used to be part of the crew. I remember oh, he was on Self Made too. Damn, Pill. He was actually on the cover too of yeah, Self Made too. It was. It was Rick Ross, Wale, Pill. Meek Mill, and Pill. Yeah. At one point, he was supposed to be something. But listen, man, we can't end the damn episode on Pill. All right, let's. Uh, uh, Kid Kid was there. Yeah, that's true. Hey man, I don't have anything else, man. Let's just get out of here, man. It's late. All right. Uh, Peace. And on that note, you know, as usual, um, you know, follow us on social media. Follow uh, the website ratingsgamemusic.com. You know, check us out again. You know, let us know you guys' opinions. Let us know if you agree or disagree. We actually want to hear from y'all. You know, a lot of the topics that we cover. It's conversational, you know? It's not necessarily us giving you our opinion, which we do, but we also want to engage with y'all. So let us know, uh, and we're going to go from there, man. You got anything? You got any last thoughts? Absolutely. That's it. Peace. Peace from the best state in the East. Peace and blessings. Thanks for listening.